They said a man and a woman. Oh, uh, that sounds familiar. That was like a political person. Yeah. yeah. When they were praying. And like, <laughs> I don't remember. Yes. I don't remember what it was for, but it was pretty funny. Yeah. Well, oops. I got my metronome on, apparently. What if we recorded to a metronome? Oh, no. The speed round. Like a fast metronome? Yeah. Okay. Or record at one and a half speed and then just slow it down. <laughs> I listen to all my podcasts. No, not my podcasts. My audiobooks at one and a half speed. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that. Really? And I listen to like, when I like listen to the Bible, I listen to it one and a half speed. When I do one for anything, I'm like, it's too slow. <laughs> it's way too slow. What about conversations? Like on a podcast? Do you wish that you oh. could talk and listen in 1.5? You already talk in close to 1.5. I do talk in close to 1. I wish I wish I could listen in 1.5. <laughs> Sometimes it takes, especially certain people that I love, it takes them a little long yeah. to get to the point. <laughs> We'll be right back. Wait, why? <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty slow with my... Yeah, I would say so. I'm like 0.75 speed. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good... Especially at this time when I woke up right now. Yeah, five <laughs> minutes before recording. <laughs> but oh, we're still going to have a good episode because yeah. we've only got three left. We've only just... Be- oh, okay. We can't afford okay. a bad episode at this point. I mean, at this point, honestly, we can. We're just on the way out. Our viewers would not let us hear the end of it oh I don't on know. our email terms and conditions at at pod dot gmail it doesn't really matter they don't email you can give whatever email you want dot net at pod okay oh my gosh but what we do need to make this good okay let's do it we do what are you i don't even know what you're trying to say we do oh sorry need i need to listen better to make this good and when we make this good, then we are made good. Sanctification, which comes after. I almost said gratification. <laughs> <laughs> That's the final stage. No, no, no. Salvation. Wait, we're talking about salvation today? That's the one. Oh, goodness. Good golly. So, I mean, at the end of each season, we've talked, first season, we talked about hell. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. Then we talked about salvation. (laughs) 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 We talked about heaven. He's still sleepy. Oh, heavens. Oh, heavens. And now we're talking about salvation, which I don't, right now it's just titled salvation. We don't have a a silly title. We'll figure something out as we talk about this. Okay. Silly salvation. With Larry. (laughs) And now it's time. (laughs) Uh,. But I feel like this is like distinct enough from those two topics because like heaven and hell are like the where. Yes. And this this is the the, how? This is the how. Or the what. It's also the what. (gasps) Or the when. Is there a why? I hope so. I mean, I guess. Just because. Yeah, sure. So, but this is kind of the what and the how because I feel like in general one of the like defining aspects of christianity is salvation mm-hmm. right that's not like a controversial thing to say i think we're on the same page there but the term soteriology which is like we're just referring to salvation is kind of like Ding. it's also one of the main 
like fault lines, I guess, within like the biggest branches of Christianity. The way that you are describing this is I'm trying to listen at <laughs> 0.75 speed it. and it's so good. So good. It's rich. The yeah, because like there's like there's obviously smaller denominational differences be like what color Paul's hair was. Okay, that's not a denomination. <laughs> <laughs> but like salvation is one of the biggest ones and yeah. I think that's like one of the biggest like maybe like the difference between Protestant and Catholic and Orthodox. Yeah. Is like that's one of the big ones that leads to that right. huge of a split. I, I never guess. even like thought about that cuz it's kind of like I don't know, like not a given, but it's kind of like if you believe in God, yeah, then you have some belief about salvation. Right. Right? I think Pretty so. Much. Yeah. But like what are we being saved from? <laughs> right. Oh boy. So Here we go. Uh, let's see if we can get a basic <sighs> definition. Okay. So do you have one? <laughs> no, I don't. I want to hear what you have to say about this because I feel like you've. This is one of the only episodes that I actually wrote notes for this season. So I'm going to admit a few episodes ago, I said, I'm just writing this one out. Like yeah. the rest of the way through. I want to try to be a good listener Yeah. and listen to understand and not listen to respond. That's what I've tried to do this whole season. I don't I, know how I. Sorry. <laughs> one up. <laughs> but, but I mean. This one, I just didn't want to just say random stuff. Yeah. I usually it's important. Do. Yeah. Because we're being saved from... Something. Oh, God. I feel like that's the problem with in terms of, like, why there's, uh, didn't, like, big splits about it. Mm-hmm. Is, like, the what and the how, like mm-hmm. we said. Like, I think if we want to be as basic as possible... Let's do that. Because it's pumpkin spice latte season. Please stop. <laughs> Did I tell you I I went basic this season? This season? This season. I feel like you're always kind of basic. No. I feel like you are. No. Okay. We'll, we'll have to. We need another episode. For okay. This. <laughs> Bonus episode. No reason is basic. Um. So, yeah, I think in terms of as basic a definition... We could say like salvation is about being saved from separation from God. I think that's fair. Can we go more basic? Can we get um, go to Starbucks instead of coffee bean? Excuse you. Um, I think that's a, like baseline that you can get. So that is like the common denominator. Yeah. Yes. So. You're being saved from se- being separated from God. Yeah. Okay. But the the I broke it down into the what and the how. Oh. So like the what is kind of like atonement in general, and then the how is like the different theories that um we there are because there's like a lot. I I remember growing up, I assumed there there was just the one. Yeah. There wasn't the any differing thoughts on salvation Mm -hmm. because it was it felt always clear that it was just like jesus came and died for our sins Mm -hmm. and then resurrected so that we go to heaven basically right and i think that's kind of how i would say like the what is it protestant church kind of packages it yeah especially like like new believer stuff or like 
kids classes or you know your basic right. like 101 yeah that's kind of how it's packaged which is all also like a tough the like the kids angle yeah the kids agenda <laughs> it's always tough because it's like you you have to be really reductive when you're speaking to kids mm-hmm. you have to get the point across i guess but yeah you end up like minimizing a lot of the nuances yeah. you end up losing a lot i think and i think that's why people like kids that grow up like when they start to go deeper they there's probably an element where they feel like they were deceived or like duped not informed enough like the santa claus effect is that a thing i don't is know that- <laughs> i feel like i feel like it should be it I, could be i mean make I, it copyright if i mean that's not that's i know what you mean just by the term so. yeah but yeah so and i i also heard that i keep hearing that on podcasts and stuff about how people think kids are leaving the church when they go to college because they're like they learn about other things Mm -hmm. but it's more so that they learn about their own thing like they get deeper into the bible and like start to realize it's not what they thought it was i guess yeah i guess i think there's a lot of like I don't want to say that like the church kind of packages it like unrealistically, but I think there's a lot of removal of like reality. Like yeah. it's just packaged into like the Sunday morning, right. et cetera. And so that kind of, I think we're guilty of separating like the, what is it? The sacred mm-hmm. from like everything else. We need a page in the, the Noah's uh, Ark book where like all the animals are drowning oh gosh then they'll understand then they'll understand but in regards to salvation yeah i just assumed that was like that one sentence pitch of christianity was it but i think there's a lot of other questions like what um i mean like so if we just leave it at that basic definition Mm -hmm. of like separation from god I guess my first question is, like, who gets it, mm-hmm. right? So, like, just saying, like, Jesus, if you say Jesus came and died for our sins and then we get to go to heaven, that leaves out, like, the the how, I guess, right? What do you mean? Like, the what is he came and died for mm-hmm. our sins and, like, but how do we get to go to heaven because of that? Right. Like, for why did that need to happen? What's the mechanism or like the reasoning? Right. And then like, I guess like our response makes a difference apparently. Yeah. So it's kind of like the whole aspect of atonement and substitution and like everything that's like kind of modeled in the Old Testament. Yeah. As far as like the sacrifices and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but And that's the other part of like that makes it difficult with like you know raising your hand or saying the prayer because it's not just i don't i don't think it's just that yeah um yeah when you do that when you do it in the moment like the first time i guess you make that decision mm-hmm. there's not a lot that you really know right going into it I yeah guess. and like i mean you have people that go up every week you know working at a church you've seen it yeah um so gosh this is so tricky I'm like, I don't want to say that. Well, 
let's go let's let's go more basic uh, how okay. like why why would we be separated from god in the first place because of sin okay so basically it always that's the problem is everything always ties into each other mm-hmm. so like sin on like a global level right but also individual yes because sin came into the world if you believe in literal genesis through adam yeah or through eve i guess through adam and eve but yes but we say through adam (laughs) yeah usually patriarchy okay that's fine (laughs) we should just change it to through eve okay i don't think that's gonna happen (laughs) but thanks for your input um so but that like ruined it for everything right yeah okay so from that moment there was like a god knew that he needed to do something in order to fix it i guess yes but he let other he let it happen as he let he tried different things or like the old testament he like wiped everyone away and then he tried it just with israel and then what do you mean like like these are the different methods that i mean like in the old testament you were saved not through jesus right i i I don't think so (laughs) (laughs) you don't you don't think you were no i think you were oh how how would that work um like i mean the bible kind of says like looking forward to the promise of the messiah so it's kind of like trusting that god would have some some way of saving us yeah um even though jesus hadn't physically come on earth but it's i kind of view it like kind of like our position too where we're like we didn't live at the same time as jesus yet we're kind of quote unquote banking on him yeah um because of the promise that we have in jesus it's still all based on like faith right so it's more of a general faithfulness in god's like just like a trust in what god is doing i guess Yes, that's what i think but that that kind of leaves it open for like it to not be jesus if you're not like aware i guess because obviously the old testament people weren't aware right of the particular person of jesus right and is it now that now that jesus came and did his thing now we we have to be aware i want to be careful with how i'm speaking <laughs> also disclaimer we are just two individuals with two different yeah. opinions and we're not speaking for anyone um, believe they know but i think that I think that you can be saved without Jesus. Bum, bum, bum. Like without the knowledge of Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, but I think once you know about him, you are responsible for that knowledge. Right. It's the Eskimo theory. Did we have I mentioned that? What is that? Where it's like, I think I probably have, but it's like, um, like missionaries go to, Oh, <laughs> here they come. <laughs> missionaries go to like some remote part of, the arctic or something mm-hmm. and they like talk about jesus to eskimos and then the eskimos response is like well why did you mention this to me like now i'm responsible that's for this information. funny I'm, so, I'm, i don't know i've heard that that's really funny but i mean that also happens on like 
a more realistic level of like people that live in just un westernized yeah parts of the world like jungle areas or whatever tribal people that have never heard about jesus i mean there's also like because god especially this year i think i've I've really been kind of diving into like the way that god speaks um and god is so much bigger than i think we give him credit for sometimes all the times um but he can speak through lots of different ways Mm-hmm. And so, like, I know, like, I've read stories about people that have had dreams or, like, visions of Jesus but didn't know what it was. And then missionaries came and they told them and they were like, this is what we've been, like, yeah. hearing of or this is what we've known of. So, like, I don't think it's, like, exclusive to sure that way. Yeah. Um, If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. But I don't think that that is ever part of the narrative really yeah i guess because it's it's always it feels like very like there's only it's very exclusive i guess Mm -hmm. and so yeah just the thought of like a faithfulness like doing what what you can with what you have i guess in regards to faith Mm -hmm. leading to salvation is interesting because I think that opens the door to the other like theories that there are about salvation. Mm-hmm. Because, um, like, there's like the main one, I guess the main one now in terms of like what we've been talking about and what we grew up in, mm-hmm. like penal substitution, which is like that there was like a penalty that humanity, mm-hmm. like, we owed something to God, mm-hmm. and then Jesus' sacrifice. paid that debt basically Mm um but then yeah there's like um other theories like christus victor is one of them which is like what jesus is what he did on the cross Mm -hmm. was like conquering death in -hmm. particular and so it was like before we were like on the cycle of life and death and like there was no that's all that there was basically. And like Jesus conquering death made a way that we get to heaven, but that kind of doesn't like lead into or speak a lot about the sin aspect of it. Right. It's more like conquering humanity's end. Right. Basically. Mm -hmm. And so that when you, I feel like something where it's more inclusive, like people do what they can with what they know. Mm hmm that theory kind of fits that a bit more because penal substitution seems more like exclusively tied to Jesus. Whereas Christus Victor is more like Jesus conquered death. So now like there's a way for you to get so to we heaven. can conquer death. Um, that's interesting because like, I mean, this ties into so many other aspects too of like, I think like themes of like guilt and shame um, like that run across like humanity um, that you don't have to really be taught by the church. Like either uh-huh. your culture has it or like you intrinsically feel it. Um, and that that's a whole nother scope of like how God influences stuff. So I, I don't know. Cause there is, this is going to sound dumb, but like, I don't know what it feels like to not know about my sin. Uh huh. Yeah. 
And and so I feel like so ill-equipped to speak on that. Yeah. Because I can't imagine a world where I don't recognize that. Right. I mean, I must, mean must be nice. I, I think people <laughs> would just recognize it and package it differently. Like, I feel like all of literature and art and stuff is about like the human condition like Mm -hmm. trying to figure out who we are right and they for the most part recognize like the bad elements of being a person Mm -hmm. i don't think there are any any like serious art or literature or whatever that's like people are just good you know what I mean? Like, I think people yeah. always recognize that there's, like... Bad. There's bad. But, like, the... What'd you call it? Like, the the idea that, like... Not, like, a bad action, but just, like, badness. Uh-huh. I guess for lack of a better word. Uh, like, run... Like, that, like, runs through humanity. Yeah. Like, I don't know if everything always, like, acknowledges that. Right. That's fair. <laughs> I'm like being so careful. I feel like this is like what's it called? A minefield. Yeah. Well, I think it's a minefield because it's like there's a lot of there's like the general narrative, but then there seems to be a lot of exceptions or like not like kind of just workarounds, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because it's not it sounds when you first hear it like there's a logic to it. Like the the general penal substitution idea, mm-hmm. but I think there's so many other questions mm-hmm. that aren't really addressed usually. Do you think all of them need to be? I don't know that they need to be. Mm-hmm. I guess, but like, as long as you're okay with there being questions, yeah, I think that makes a difference. I think it's good to like ask, yeah, and like go through those nuances because um, like. Even the, like, the response part of salvation mm-hmm. seems, like, a little tricky because it's, like, Jesus, if he paid our debt, mm-hmm. that's not entirely true, I guess, because, like, you still have to show up to the court, I guess you could say, or, like, you have to accept it in some way, right? It's not like he paid the debt and then we're free. Right. Well, I mean, some people do believe that. Right. Um, Which is a differing salvation yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, gosh. And even then, like in the church, it's like you're taught that like Christ paid for our sins, mm-hmm. yet there's a lot of emphasis on work and how you show up. Works and works yeah. and faith and all that stuff. And like you're not absolved from that either. Mm-hmm. Why are we trying to be Paul right now? <laughs> We're the new Paul. No, thank you. He he. Terms and conditions that. podcast. <laughs> I bet Paul would have had a podcast though. Oh, a hundred percent, he would have. And he would have been like a. He would have been like, who's that guy, Ramsey? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> That's who I think of. <laughs> I think of Paul. What you think of someone Paul? that like kind of looks like. Dave Ramsey actually, and has like that energy. Yeah. Actually, that's not that <laughs> far off base. I laughed, but now I'm like, I see it. He's cutting up the credit cards oh. of, of the, works. the Pharisees. Oh. 
um, <clears throat> yeah, like the, so that's what, there's like just confusing questions that I guess don't have answers really. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, it's like because of those, and I guess it's just, this is just a common theme throughout our podcast. Like if there's enough room for those questions, if mm-hmm. we can like specifically and articulately give like bulletproof like reasoning to like combat those questions then we should not be so bound to our one answer i disagree (laughs) and that's the podcast (laughs) and that's the podcast yeah that totally makes sense though like with the way that you think and the way that like things are like i get it Uh in theory but i don't like i just don't so what is the difference between you and i um i think that you can have questions and still have like be quote unquote be bound to well i I think you can be you can like you can totally go with an answer Mm -hmm. but like i guess one problem that i have is when you say like other people also need to have that answer oh i get what you're saying okay yeah i mean i I agree with that okay like i think okay here we go here's my controversial here's my hot take i don't think that like i said uh i think that you can still be saved without jesus like the knowledge of jesus um but i do think that jesus is the only way yeah (laughs) and those are like they sound that makes sense to me but (laughs) but it's like i i I, it's it's the whole and not to be callous but it's like what are you going to do with the knowledge that you do have Mm -hmm. um and it's not like i think that i have better knowledge or further knowledge than anyone it's just the knowledge that i have yeah i'm responsible for um like i would hope that other people would join me um but that's not my that's not my job. Right. I mean, that that's kind of anti-church too. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, yeah, like it's, it's not that I'm, uh, what's the word? Opposed to sharing or opposed to telling people about it. Mm-hmm. But I think that's kind of how I address anything. It's like anything that I love or care about dearly. It's like if I get an opportunity to share about it, I will. Yeah. But I'm not forcing right like you know it's always odd because it's like there's like conflicting pressures i feel like within evangelical christianity Mm -hmm. there's like the pressure all these pressures that lean one way where it's like hell is a thing and like Mm -hmm. you don't know you shouldn't want people to experience that yeah so like that is something that adds to you wanting to be evangelical there's the pressure of like being a good Christian and like telling people about Jesus. Right. There's the pressure of like, like reading something like the great commission and like being like, this is a literal like command for me. And like, if I don't do this, I'm doing something wrong. Right. But then there's the opposite side of like, well, like forcing someone isn't going to do anything. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, telling people about Jesus who aren't going to hear it feels like maybe not a wise thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so, like, 
these things that come at from either side and it's like what do you end up doing right and i feel like people everyone i know does things a little differently in that <laughs> area so yeah. that that's a lot of different pressures because like especially like as a kid when you're taught about like hell it's like you don't want people to go there yeah and i think that's a good thing of not wanting people to perish and suffer and die um and then whether whatever your beliefs are on it now um i think it's a good any one of these aspects to it have a way of detracting you from being present with mm-hmm. the person. And I think that is one of the biggest faults yeah. of evangelical Christianity. Right. Because that's one of the most beautiful things about Jesus is that he was so present with people. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of how God is with us too. Like you see it throughout the Bible where he has this huge massive plan, but he's with each and every person in each and every situation. And like, we don't know how it's going to work out, but as long as you're with him on the journey through it, it's going to be okay. That sounds good. That sounds like a good amount of gray. (laughs) Cause I think like if we, those pressures that we're talking about, like the, if you, if you have that nuance of God can save people like quote unquote without Jesus, mm-hmm. that alleviates those pressures a bit, I guess, because then that, that, that like for me, that would reduce the cognitive dissonance of being like, I need to talk about Jesus every time there's a family gathering mm-hmm. or something, you, which I used to feel. I mean, it's, I will say for myself, like I, whenever there's a kind of like a bigger situation or scenario, I'm not going to say like I do this every day because that would be a lie, but like I go into it thinking like, how can I show Jesus mm-hmm. to these people? Not necessarily have to like talk about him or like, you know, go through like whatever the, the five salvation fingers, whatever. Um, but just how do I show Jesus in this time, in this period? Um, because like I said, like it's, it's a journey of of things in life and you never know where people are or when they're going to ask about. Um, yeah. Like just being open to it. Cause I think with that pressure of going into like a family gathering or what have you, like you don't really get to like enjoy your family. Mm-hmm. Cause you're just like, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Xmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you anti Xmas? No. Oh, are people anti-Xmas still? I think so. Really? Yeah. That's what's silly. Don't That's be, what's silly. Don't be anti-Xmas. Silly salvation. No, for real. You know, we have, um, yeah, that's, uh, uh, I don't disagree with what you said. I think that there's, the, I think that there's, the problems are, like, it still feels a little complicated to me to be like to hold a position that is i guess black and white and mm-hmm. also gray mm-hmm. at the same time like it it seems to me like what you're saying is like it's black and white for you but it can be gray for other people yeah at this point because like you know too much <laughs> I, yeah i know too. I, I what is it in the matrix yeah um but like oh i was gonna say something in my go ahead but yeah people that don't know as much but i i appreciate that you there's like an element of like respecting the journey 
that people are on because that that is different for everyone. Yeah. And so even the words of Jesus and sin and salvation are going to be interpreted and sound differently to someone that comes from a different place. Mm -hmm. And so to them, they might have to accept that package, that gift Mm -hmm. in a different way. Christmas gift. (laughs) I think also, this is what I was going to say, like I think as I've grown older, like I've learned to understand God's sovereignty a little bit better. Um, And so that's kind of released a lot of that pressure of situations and events of like, yes, I get to be a part of it, but I'm not the factor that, you know, Mm -hmm. determines everything or that, you know, spirals everything out of control. Like I'm just, yeah, there or not. (laughs) And, and if like, and God's got it all in control. So I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I can just chill with my family. That makes sense. So I think that's another aspect to it of learning to like let go of -hmm. those things that we hold on to so tightly but then it's also confusing because sometimes you feel like uh you feel it in yourself to like tell someone something Mm -hmm. and then making a distinction between is that like me not trusting god or is that actually god like the holy moly could i get into this (laughs) like there's a that's i don't know it's been like a year journey for me on this of, yeah. of like I said, like the way that God speaks to me and the way that I understand him, like learning whether or not to like speak up about it or share something mm-hmm. that I feel like God is like impressed on me. Cause that, that's a whole nother thing of like how God speaks. Like I think everybody, like it's kind of like nebulous for like people. It's like, oh the voice and, and like a lot of christian will be like well i've only heard him once or i've never heard him right. like that that's kind of like the main theme um and so have you seen the quiet place yeah okay a quiet place a quiet place the quiet place. i call it only the, the first one um yeah so okay spoiler alert for the quiet place um a. so i kind of this is like I hate it because when I like feel this or like I'm watching something and like I think this I feel so like oh like about it like man I'm totally like Christianizing this but like um one of the things is like when they find like the right frequency they have to like amplify it so (laughs) I know so like as a Christian I feel like in my journey like especially this past year it's just like tuning fine tuning into like what God's voice sounds like what it feels like um what like visions or dreams like the constant like imprint that i have from him yeah and then finding what that is and fine-tuning it and then like okay if this is what it is like say it loud say it proud Mm -hmm. so that's kind of where yeah i feel like and maybe this is this is too general of a thing but like if you For me, how I know that something is, like, the right thing to do, which Mm -hmm. we could say is, like, the influence of God or something, the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. is um, if I I have that voice in my head or something and um, it's, like, the opposite of what I would do. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, me as a, my demeanor or something. Yes. Like, there's a lot of times where I, like, feel like I should speak up about something. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't because, like, that's my nature. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> for you, <laughs> yeah. there might be the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, 
<laughs> not that that's like always the case obviously no. but like in terms of like helping us to grow as people mm-hmm. sometimes like hearing like that voice and like recognizing it's telling you to do the opposite of what you would do mm-hmm. is like a way to expand who you are i think you know in a way that might be helpful yeah so in conclusion <laughs> in conclusion we don't know anything <laughs> yeah but i i think that one of the final things i would like to say is the because i because of this like i looked into like the eastern orthodox church oh, a little bit because oh, i don't I know hear. much mm-hmm. but their perception of salvation is almost like what evangelicals would call sanctification which like i think evangelicals are like there's a specific moment where you're saved right like Mm -hmm. i guess you make a decision and like somehow that is permanent like that's like the transaction yeah Mm -hmm. like you've accepted that amount into your account right and for some reason you cannot withdraw i guess (laughs) (laughs) okay but you can gain interest oh which is sanctification Sanctification. Uh because it's like the process of like becoming more like god or holier or like more uh the image of god i guess right so that's what sanctification is and that's a whole we could have had a podcast on that yeah a whole 50 episodes (laughs) because some people believe (laughs) sanctification like when you die then you're fully sanctified because it's like you've been made into like the most complete version of yourself i guess Mm -hmm. but i don't see that in a lot of old people uh (laughs) some people i mean they are the most themselves yeah they're unfiltered yeah i guess (laughs) unless they forgot but some people (laughs) believe that uh sanctification happens after you like it keeps going on so like that's why purgatory is a thing it's like mm-hmm. you have to keep being made perfect until when until, until perfect? you're actually perfect and then you can be with god because you can't god can't be around anything less um i feel like i've never heard it put in this way thank you for explaining it but that's i think like catholics believe that yeah. mm-hmm. but orthodox people believe that like salvation and sanctification are the same process so it's not like you're saved and then you become sanctified it's like salvation is like the participation in the sanctification process yeah of like being made perfect i guess i don't know where that ends for them yeah but like yeah so i kind of like that because i feel like it's all like we get hung up on like that specific moment or like when was it that you were saved or something mm-hmm. and i feel like i but also like with the eastern church they would probably not really subscribe as much to like heaven and hell like being like only for particular people mm-hmm. and like salvation is more like because of that salvation can be more of the journey i guess and so I like I like that because I feel like that accounts for the the gray that we were talking about. That's an interesting point of view. And it allows for like yeah individual journeys to be respected as they are. I'll definitely be thinking about this. I wish that like 
my coworker was still at work because then I could ask him about it. I can, oh, right. I can text him. Yeah. You could Google. But I could have a conversation <laughs> with someone. Yeah. So that he could accept Jesus and be saved. And what is the final answer? Um, we'll find out in 30 years. What? 30? When one of us dies. Excuse you. Why are we going to? Okay, it could bye. be either one of us. Well, why does that be so soon? 30 is good? Statistically. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>